Hey, I'm Courtney Brooke, and this is Hustle for Happiness podcast. We are all on this journey to find happiness, and let's face it, it takes work. And honestly, it's not always rainbows and butterflies. This podcast is dedicated to helping you navigate life and cut through the noise. As a certified life coach, recovering perfectionist, and survivor of the foster care system, I'm all about keeping things real. With my unique outlook on life that is truly infectious, we cover everything from achieving happiness and optimal self-care to stories of those sharing their wisdom and expertise. Thank you for showing up for yourself. Now, let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to Hustle for Happiness. This week we are talking about dopamine detox. We're keeping it short, we're keeping it sweet. I really am excited about 2024, but with 2024 being here already and it already being February, I am like, whoa, why am I feeling anxious or a quick burst of energy and then I'm so tired or you know, I'm feeling drained and unsatisfied. I was like, whoa my dopamine levels are completely off. You know, you might be feeling the same way of, you know, you're spending hours scrolling on social media feeds and it might seem fulfilling in the moment, but like then you get off social media and you're like, wait, I'm feeling anxious. Why am I comparing myself? Why do I hate all my clothes in my closet? Why am I not as ripped or in shape as that person I just saw on social media? You know, this inadequacy or this FOMO, this fear of missing out. And so when I saw this within myself, I was like, whoa, I need to bring this to the podcast because I'm probably not the only one feeling this way. You know, the new year does bring out a lot of pressure and stress and this constant need to show up not only in our careers, but everywhere in our life, but with these goals, right? So these goals create pressure or just even the start of a new year of like, I just want to let go of the last year and have a fresh start, right? But that creates pressure and we exhaust ourselves and we drain ourselves with this constant next, 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 next. So this episode is all about dopamine detoxing and also just known as a dopamine fast. So it's a practice where individuals are temporarily abstaining from activities that provide instant gratification or pleasure. You know, this might include social media, junk food, and even certain social interactions that are just creating that rush or that dopamine drive. By giving the brain a break from constant stimulation, this goal of this total reset dopamine is resetting our receptors and allowing us to gain control over our behaviors and habits. So for me, specifically, the behaviors and habits comes to mind specifically because a lot of us, we don't have an awareness around what we're doing or, you know, what we're spending our free time in. And actually, it has long-term effects on us. Like sitting on social media, no wonder you feel anxious or not good enough or comparing yourself or what you thought was really great in the moment was now taken away because, you know, social media creates this false sense of gratitude or gratification, my apologies, in the moment. And so this episode is a super special one because I've had a few clients bring just certain things to my attention in terms of this constant need of doing and doing and doing and doing. And then they're completely exhausted, completely unfulfilled and running with high anxiety. And to me, I was like, 
wait a minute, I'm hearing dopamine scream across the board that we need to reset as a group, as a community, all of us listeners, if we just start today with our dopamine reset. So the role of dopamine detoxing, I know some like, what is this? This is so weird. Like, I never even thought of this. But dopamine detox offers a way of breaking free from harmful cycles and restoring balance to our life. So if you don't have a coach or a therapist or a personal trainer, you might not know that you might be needing this. So please listen so closely because this is super, super important. So dopamine detox is a way of temporarily abstaining from activities that provide instant gratification. And they really give our brains a chance to just reset and recalibrate and come back with all this stimulation. I mean, just think about how much stimulation we have in the world, not only in our in real tangible world, from our families to work, to driving in traffic, to the music we hear on the radio, but then there's a whole world of on our phones or on the computer or the screens, or even what you watch on Netflix or Hulu. So bringing an awareness to our lives, bringing an attention about our behaviors and our habits. But you know, if you're feeling like you're just not in control, this is a perfect opportunity for you to reset your brain or just detox from the dopamine in your life. So just think of it like when you get sick, think of it like this. Oh, I have a runny nose, I have a fever, and I have body chills, right? These are all symptoms that you could be sick. So what do you do? You rest, you take a break, and you heal. You allow your body to get unsick, right? So think of it like a dopamine reset is, are you anxious? Are you overwhelmed? Are you constantly having FOMO? Is anything causing any anxiety? These are all little things in your life that you might be just completely dopamined out and your receptors are going crazy. And so this is an opportunity for you. We're on the second month of the year. Let's create longevity for our year, but let's create longevity within ourselves so we're not fatigued, calling out of work or feeling like super antisocial or even when you're like, I run high anxiety. Well, there's probably a reason why you do, right? It's not just the medication or the lack of, but maybe you have too much in your life. Maybe you have excess in your life. So to see these symptoms as a way for you, like, oh, I need to take care of myself. Actually, a detox, a dopamine detox is exactly what I need. So how do you know if you're a good candidate? I personally feel like with anyone who feels just overwhelmed by constant stimulation, struggles with addictive behaviors, or wants to just cultivate healthier habits. Any one of these people can just benefit from this practice. So addictive behaviors is not going out and doing cocaine, right? An addictive behavior is, do you snack constantly at night? Are you having too much coffee every morning? Are you obsessively putting on makeup, right? These things cause a rush. And so these addictive behaviors don't have to be what society deems as addictive, but are you constantly calling a friend for reassurance? Are you constantly checking your phone to see if he texted you back? These are addictive behaviors that are so subtle in our life that we don't even know. Another thing is if cultivating just healthier habits, you're just constantly frustrated with yourself, with the struggle of, you know, I don't like the way my body looks. Well, how can you incorporate more healthy habits or take out excess in your life? So it doesn't have to be, oh, I I, I have a very balanced life. I work, I see my friends and I work out. No, there's 
examine the things within your life that you're constantly evaluating or struggling or things that create quote unquote anxiety. These are signs that you need a dopamine detox. You know, this constant pursuit of instant gratification can take a toll on our mental and physical well-being. You know, in our daily lives, some common activities can trigger the release of dopamine. And so it's just super important to be aware of these activities and how they can influence our behaviors and habits. So I actually went through my day for a whole week and wrote down all these activities that I felt were creating dopamine rushes. So dopamine inducing activities. And I put together a list and I actually had some of my clients do this too. I had them go through their day and we just wrote down activities. And so we came up with a list and I want to share these with you that you might not even know that you're doing, but that are creating or inducing more dopamine within your day without subconsciously even knowing. So social media, I said before, the likes, the comments, the notifications on social media can provide this instant gratification and trigger dopamine releases, leading to compulsive checking or scrolling behavior. So if you're a constant scroller or a checker or, you know, a shopper even, you know, I had to delete all my shopping apps. I was constantly checking. I didn't want to miss out on the newest shirt or the newest shoes, or what boots were in town. Like, you know, I just, that that created dopamine and that really, so for me, deleting the shopping apps was a huge thing. Another one for me was actually turning off all my notifications. I was constantly finding myself, when I saw my phone light up, I would look, I would look. And so 90% of my day, I have my phone on do not disturb. I know. You can set it, I think, on your phone to where you have like certain people of your favorites that can come through if you want to make sure like if you have kids or if your mom's older and you're watching after her, you know, like if you have to hear from somebody, I get that. But 90% of my day, I found that I was constantly being pulled away from my personal work, my coaching, my podcast, my daily work and checking my phone. Right. I had this little routine of I'd go on Revolve, then I'd go to Instagram, then I'd go to TikTok and then I'd go to LinkedIn, right? And so that to me was creating this dopamine inducing behavior. And so by deleting and turning off notification, that actually has really helped me. You know, the consumption is consumption of sugary or fatty foods is another one. I would be constantly snacking on foods, but that wasn't the main thing. It would be like, oh, I'd reach for a granola bar or I'd reach for strawberries or berries, like there's nothing wrong with reaching it, but I would constantly be reaching for, you know, the fatty or the sugary foods. Granola is full of sugar, but I can have that once in a while. But when you're reaching for foods high in sugar and fat and salt, it can stimulate dopamine production and actually make you more hungry and crave those foods even more. So potato chips, hummus and pita chips like you know it's the saltiness too so just be mindful of when you are reaching now what I do is I actually reach for protein or if I'm craving something sweet I'll make like a peanut butter protein shake or a banana protein shake the flavored so it still gives me that release of like oh this is sweet but it's actually more intentional with what I'm reaching for so it's not just sugar or fat but there's actually some nutrient dense value right I've noticed that when I drink in my protein in the middle of the day, it actually helps with those cravings, those energy crashes, and actually making smarter choices, especially when it comes to my diet, my nutrition plan. 
Another one is, I said this earlier, but screen time is another one that just creates a huge rush of dopamine. You know, watching TV shows or movies or playing video games can provide like this sense of escapism and pleasure. And don't get me wrong, we all want to disconnect at times, but some a lot of this screen time is leading to excessive, like excessive screen time. So the more you watch it, the more screen time you're actually building and you're creating like lack of movement. The sitting is creating lack of movement and you're just not moving your body. And so you're actually doing less for yourself. So the screen time not only contributes to what you're doing on the screen, but the lack of movement in our body and the stimulation with our brain and the exercise. So maybe just opt in for, you know, a walk or just time yourself. I'm just going to do one episode right now. I just want to relax with one episode and then turn the TV off. But being intentional with your screen time. And another one for me that I've noticed, I don't watch anything suspenseful or scary anymore. I've noticed that when I watch something super heightening, drama, suspense, I actually, my whole mood changes and I'm super like on edge and anxious and I don't need to be. So also controlling what you watch, right? If you're watching screen time, personally for me, I go for like Seinfeld. You know, I go for something light, but funny, and doesn't change my energy within. You know, if I have a really stressful week coming up, I'll also limit, you know, what I watch on TV. And this leads to my next point is caffeine consumption. Like if you're already running anxious, don't reach for coffee. Coffee is a huge anxiety promoter, but it also is a huge dopamine promoter as well. Um, I don't know if you guys have tuned in to the episode with Julie Balsamo. She talks about how Coffee first thing in the morning actually affects our whole energy, our mood, our metabolism for the rest of the day and actually creates more crashes and, you know, that release of dopamine. So drinking coffee or caffeinated beverages can really increase, like I said, the dopamine levels, but also providing a a temporary energy boost and sense of alertness. So you might feel like it's waking you up, but it's actually temporary. So there are other things you can do that don't have that temporary release, like walking in nature, maybe going stretching or, you know, getting on the bike, moving your body, taking a cold shower, whatever you can do that feels right for you. There are other benefits versus just reaching for that caffeine or that energy drink, or like I said earlier, the sugary or fatty foods. You know, another thing that I had on my list was alcohol and drug use, like more the alcohol And I've really watched my consumption this last year, but alcohol and drug use is substance use. So that might be even nicotine or vape or recreational drugs can lead to dopamine releases. And I'm not trying to sound like a therapist or anything or a doctor, but these things are not intentional when we reach for them. So if you have a habitual habit of reaching for that glass of wine at night, maybe replace it with like a fun lemon water or a LaCroix. And my favorite thing actually is replacing the wine with like a seltzer water, adding some fresh fruit into it, and then putting it in a wine glass, like creating fun rituals for yourself. I am all about, but be intentional. Again, this, I mean, you're going to hear this a lot in this episode, but it's really the intentionality and the awareness of what we do in our daily habits that you can help yourself. These dopamine inducing activities are hard on our body long-term, right? We're trying to become better and we're all on this journey right? And the part of the journey is understanding our daily habits and how we're setting ourselves up. Another one that is not so obvious, but a lot of my clients had this on their list is they were seeking validation. Like 
receiving praise or recognition or approval from others. This can also trigger dopamine release and lead to reliance on just seeking that validation from other people. And then they determine their whole self-worth on that, right? Does he text me back? Oh, he took too long to text me back. Oh, my friend didn't invite me to come to girls night or, you know, I don't have any plans tonight. What am I going to do? Like, notice within yourself when you're having these thoughts. These thoughts lead into emotions. And sometimes these emotions are false. But when we seek validation through praise and through other people and through texts and likes and comments, this also creates dopamine, right? So just notice within yourself, maybe instead of reaching for a text, maybe call or write a love letter. I love writing cards to people versus sending a text because I'm not seeking validation, but I'm sending love, which then creates a different type of dopamine, but also just allows me to share my kindness and love on other people and so I don't, I'm not waiting for a letter back. I just send it. And like, that's the activity, right? So maybe try replacing a text with a note to a friend, drawing a picture, you know, doing something in the moment. Again, I say go outside and go for a walk because that's what I do a lot. I mean, it's snowing outside in Wyoming right now. Like it's a full on winter wonderland right now, but when I do have that outside ability to go outside, I will be walking. Like that is my favorite thing to just get out, clear my head, get off the screen. Don't turn on the TV. Don't reach for coffee. Don't reach for foods. Like it really is a cure. So when you find yourself getting anxious about a text or this validation from someone else, that is also a sign of a dopamine rush. You're partaking in a dopamine inducing activity and it's so subtle, but it's there. And then exercise. I'm a huge advocate for exercising, but physical activity, particularly anything aerobic, can stimulate dopamine production, which is leading to feelings of pleasure and satisfaction commonly. It's almost known as like the runner's high. So this hit, these sprints, high intensity exercises can also create or stimulate dopamine production. And I'm not saying don't exercise, but Opt in for stretching more instead of saying, oh, I've already had my hit workout today. I'm going to go do another one or I'm going to go sit on the Peloton now. This constant beat down of your body is creating a dopamine rush too. And so just noticing, have I rested today? Have I foam rolled? You know, if you're an active girlier guy, like that's okay to work out. But then what are you doing when you're still anxious? Maybe go chug some water instead. That's what I do. I'm like, I've already had my workout. I'm still feeling anxious. I can't go work out for the third time. The fourth time I reach for that water. So that was that's just a pointer for me. It's super helpful to just be aware. Again, we're creating an awareness and, you know, we're resetting our brain with any of these. But this part of the episode, I just these are just common, subtle things. And the last one that I've super noticed, the last two points is accomplishing or achieving goals. Like we as a society are task-oriented individuals, especially here in the United States, like completing tasks, reaching milestones, or achieving goals can actually activate the brain's reward system. Like this constant, oh, I did good, I did good. It's the ding, ding, ding in your brain, like, yes. So that leads to a sense of accomplishment and motivation to pursue further success. But just notice how you're you're climbing that success ladder. That also releases dopamine. And that doesn't always mean it's success, right? So just noticing that when you're adding more on your to-do list, yeah, you get that dopamine rush of crossing it off. Nothing wrong with that because I love a good cross off on my to-do list. 
But just notice, are you running your life that way? Are you running your life that way? Because if you don't cross it off, are you equating your success to that? And then the last one I'm a super, I've been working so hard on this one is trying new activities or exploring unfamiliar places or engaging in experiences that increase dopamine. So this could lead to feelings of excitement and curiosity. And there's nothing wrong with that. But that constant, oh, I need to try something new. I want to do something new. I want to explore. I want like, I want, 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 want really takes away from that present moment. And so when we are constantly trying these new activities, it also creates a sense of dopamine, right? It's almost like an addiction. I haven't tried something new in a while. I need to go do that. Like, no, go slow with yourself. Be patient with yourself. Trying something new or just keep revisiting something you might just really like and get good at that or enjoy and work through the moment of something you already know how to do, right? So for me, I wanted to try golf and tennis and try different things when I was in Chicago. And I was like, wait a minute, what am I doing? I'm like constantly trying something new, but not really enjoying it and getting to know what I was doing in that moment. And so for me, I was like, no, I'm just going back to painting. I've been wanting to paint for so long. I wanted to try Rosetta Stone. I failed. I did a whole year subscription. I probably did a month worth of learning French. Point is, is like trying something new also creates a dopamine release. But again, come back to the present moment. Come back to what you know now. That next new thing might be just creating a false sense of dopamine and excitement and FOMO and reassurance and validation, all of that stuff we talked about. But just know that that next new thing might be just you habitually doing a pattern of trying to get out of something or, you know, just notice why you're doing it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So whether you're feeling overwhelmed by constant stimulation, struggling with addictive behaviors, or simply looking to just cultivate healthier habits, I personally believe that that dopamine detox can provide like the best way to reset your your brain and just really get control of your life again. That sense of control is so simple, but it's it's all around us that we don't even know why we don't have control. And maybe that feeling of lack of control is coming from the amount of dopamine rush in your life. So how do you how do you start a dopamine detox? There's there's so many ways to approach this and. So the first is really just to set your intentions, you know, decide how long I want to detox, you know, and how long do you want it to last for? And then identify maybe your triggers and create a plan to avoid or limit them. So for me, it was like shopping. Let's talk about shopping. I was on shopping. I checked it like social media every day. So I deleted the the shopping apps. I wanted to create a new habit without shopping or looking or seeing what was new. So finding alternative activities to engage in during your detox, such as reading, exercising, or spending time in nature. For me, I replaced my shopping and looking at social media in the morning with this book I absolutely love. I'll put in the show notes. It's called The Daily Stoic. It's like the shortest passage. It's just a little message that kind of sets you up for not kind of, it sets you up for the day. It sets a good intention. I post it on my Instagram story, not every morning, but pretty frequently on like the messages, but it's just a nice way to just be intentional, right? And so for me, replacing shopping was reading the Daily Stoic every morning. So throughout your detox, just stay mindful of your thoughts and emotions, like keep a journal. But my biggest thing is just really just be kind to yourself. If you slip up occasionally, just start again, be consistent. It's not about being perfect, but you're just creating an awareness 
This detox is going to teach you so much about yourself, how you are with others. It's an amazing tool just to really, like I said, reset your brain. Remember the goal, right? The goal is progress, not perfection. I've said that, but seriously, I'm a recovering perfectionist. And so I'm telling this not only to you guys, but to myself. And finally, just reflect on your experience at the end of your detox period and use what you've learned to adjust your habits and moving forward. Just keep creating an awareness. Maybe you start with a seven-day detox of sugar, caffeine, and social media, right? I gave you a whole list above of things that you know me and my clients took notes on and what's going on in our life. There could be so many more, right? But find out for you what is creating these detox, maybe just start with one. So some practical examples of dopamine detox include setting aside designated times to check your social media, right? Instead of constantly refreshing feeds throughout the day or replacing sugary snacks and healthy alternatives like fruits and nuts or taking regular breaks from screens to spend time outdoors or engage in hobbies. So I've mentioned some of these examples above, but if you're reaching for that sugary food of you know, granola, replace it with a protein shake or replace it with some blueberries, low sugar index, spending time outdoors versus sitting on the TV. If you're an over-exerciser, maybe just focus on drinking your water and getting electrolytes or stretching. So it's this yin-yang mentality of, you know, what do I do too much of now? I need to flip it. So the yin-yang mentality teaches us, I'm upset, say it's, I like to shop a lot. Well, let's try living lack of shopping. Let's try the opposite. What else can I learn when I don't shop? And so see this as an opportunity to explore yourself and find new things about yourself and get to know different areas of these things that are creating these rushes of dopamine that you're like, wait, I actually like stretching more. I actually like fruit over, you know, what would be a sugary thing? Brownies, right? So I said limiting social media, Rather than sitting on the phone, scrolling, write a love note, text a friend, engage with people that bring you joy or do activities that bring you joy. Get off your phone and explore life. There's a real life outside of social media. Seriously, get off your phone, look out the window and go play in some snow or go knock on a neighbor's door. My favorite thing here in Wyoming, I learned what it was. It's called the pop-in where you literally just go to your neighbor's house or someone down the street and you knock on their door and say, hi, I'm just coming in to say hi. You don't call, you don't text. You literally just go and see if they're home to say hi. I know it's so old school, but it's actually so beautiful because you're just catching someone off guard. It's not common, but you're also getting out of your house, off of your phone, out of your world and just going to say hi. So spending time with your neighbors or your loved ones Maybe playing with your kids longer on the floor. Maybe go play a ball and get them outside. The mindful eating is a huge one on another way to just dopamine detox. Like it's not all of these things you have to do, by the way, you guys. These are just things that are in our life subconsciously that I'm bringing to your attention that actually create dopamine. They induce a lot of dopamine. So connecting with nature, engaging with offline activities, cultivating meaningful relationships, you know, investing the energy and building and nurturing meaning relationship with your friends, your family. Maybe your friends have kids that you've never really spent time with. How can you see this as an opportunity to do something you wouldn't normally do? So start with picking your time. How long do you want to detox for and really do it? Really, really just lean into it. When we do this for ourselves, we're actually doing this for the people around us. 
So by incorporating these practical examples of dopamine detoxing into your daily life, you can gradually reduce reliance or instant gratification and cultivate a greater sense of balance, fulfillment, and well-being. Don't knock it till you try it. I'm super serious on this. I'm starting to do this. I started this in February and I go in for my surgery for my um, ruptured implant and I'm going to come out strong. My point is why I'm bringing up for my surgeries because that's like a hard, like fresh start for me to start this dopamine detox. I'm curious if you guys want to try it, but that's all for today. Thank you so much for showing up. This was such a fun episode and I thank you for tuning in and remember... The power to reset your habits and well-being is in your hands. Until next time. Bye, guys. I hope today's episode left you better than when I found you. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and tune in every Monday to kickstart your week and set your weekly intentions with me. You can find me and HFH on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok or online at heycourtneybrook.com. I firmly believe in the power of sharing. If you know someone else who would benefit from this podcast, please share it with them. And remember, when you work on you, I get to be there.